Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Black Women Amplified, the podcast. Your host, Monica Wisdom Tyson, brings you downloadable conversations that matter to women around the globe. We discuss all things black girl magic, amplify our voices, and transform our challenges into triumphs. Monica calls on her league of extraordinary women to push our boundaries, share their expertise, and stories of personal transformation. Welcome your host of Black Women Amplified, Monica Wisdom Tyson. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to the Black Women Amplified podcast. This is your host, Monica Wisdom. And, of course, I'm excited that you are here taking your precious time away from the world and listening to my conversation. And I always remember you can join in the conversation by commenting on our Instagram page, If you have any show suggestions or ideas, please DM them to me on our Instagram page, Black Women Amplified, and join the conversation. That's where I will be posting information about the show as well as our Facebook page if you're on Facebook. I know that there are all these other social media sites that people are on, but for now, we're going to use Instagram is our central location for information where I can disseminate it. And also, if you want to join our email list so that you can get all the extra goodies that I'll be putting out, you can go to podcast.blackwomenamplified.com. That is podcast.blackwomenamplified.com. And you simply give us our email address, listen to the welcome audio. And periodically, I will email you information, goodies, ideas, or things that are happening in podcast world. I'm so excited to to, um, share everything with you because I think that this mission of amplifying the voices of Black women is very important. I think that our thought and our ideas are incredibly important. And we have a definite place in this world. As we always have, we just have to get more vocal about it. Now, let's get into the show. And I know I just talked a lot about black women, but I love black men. I love men. I'm a guy girl. Like, it's so interesting because even though I I advocate for women's issues and I have been an activist for women's issues, I have always had a lot of male friends. Like my whole life, I was raised by men. I've had a lot of male friends. My second job in the hair industry was at a barbershop, and I'll get more into that. But I just love guys. And and it gets challenging sometimes for me, because I'm such a guy girl, to talk about women's stuff all the time. And I just think that, you know, they deserve a little attention, too. I'll never be the one that says, I always tell my friends, I'm not a, a member of the Man Haters Club. Like, I love guys. And they can be fucked up sometimes, but, you know, so can we. Let's be honest, because we're, we're going to be honest here. So can we. We all have a lot to learn, especially, and I'm going off script, because, you know, I write down all my notes. Can you hear my notes? I write down all my notes. But here's the thing. We're just learning. As a Black society, and I will say this again and again, we are very young. We have not been full citizens of the United States of America but for the last 56 years. 
So there's so much we're learning about how to communicate with one another, how to communicate with ourselves, learning ourselves, self-care, self-actualization, all the things. Learning how to raise our children, that's evolving. We're constantly evolving. And I just believe that we all need attention, we all need compassion, and we all need grace. And we're going to throw a little empathy in there as well. But like I said, most of my time I have spent of my life, of my full life, 50 plus years, I can honestly say that 50% of my friends are men, 50% of my friends are women. And that goes across not just Black men and women. I have Italian friends. I have African friends. I have white American friends. I have Latino friends, Caribbean friends, people from all over. Because, you know, I'm the chick, even though I'm quiet, if you see me out, but I will talk to a tree. I'm curious. I want to know about people. I want to know about cultures. I want to know about places, history, future, all the things. That's just who I am. That's why it's so easy for me to talk on this podcast, because I have a lot to pull from. I've learned a lot and about myself. So back to the topic at hand, I call this segment Guy Candy, because I just love guys. I love my godchildren. I love my little cousins. Like They just tickle the shit out of me. And because I spent a lot of time with guys, I consider myself bilingual. I speak English, but I also speak guy speak. And the one thing I've learned is that men communicate very differently. You know, like I said, I was the one who hung around with all the guys. I'm not kidding. Like I would be at the club with my guy friends because the thing about them is they don't trip off of nothing. They have their things that they trip off, but for the most part, I could speak crazy to them and they don't, they, it's not a, it doesn't become a thing, which is the one thing I love about hanging around men, like things grown with grown women. It doesn't become a thing. And with guys, it doesn't become a thing. I could cuss them out and they'd be like, oh, you don't even, you know, their response is you don't even sound right cussing. Don't do that. That would be their response. I could be like, you, and they literally look at me and just go, oh, okay. That's what we're doing today. All right, don't do that. You sound stupid. And then we move on to the next thing. But what I've also learned is that men really, really value trust, trust and respect. And the one thing about men is when they begin to trust you, they tell you everything, literally everything. And I noticed that most women spend a lot of their time working on their physical appearance, thinking that that's going to attract men. When the truth of the matter is, you got to work on building trust with men. And that's one of the things that's very, very, very important is building trust. Because that's the thing that men, they might see you visually, but what they feel feel and what they honor and what they respect is trust. So like I said, when my I worked my second job, I'm a hairstylist. I've been a cosmetologist for 30 years. I've been an entrepreneur for 30 plus years. 
done a lot of things, done a lot of, been in a lot of directions. But at the end of the day, I've worked with men a lot, just as friends and business, all different directions. And the one thing that I really value was my second job in hair. I worked at a barbershop in the hood, like literally the north side. It was across the street from this big old church, New Sunny Mount Baptist Church. And the barbershop was a two-chair salon, two-chair two two-chair barbershop. And it was me and another girl who was a friend of mine. Notice I said was, but that's a whole other story. But it was two chairs and we had six waiting chairs and we were literally on top of each other. And it was looked like an old school barbershop with the shop with the big fat chairs that leaned back so you could shave them. I didn't know what I was doing. I went to beauty school and learned how to do women's hair. I didn't know anything about cutting guys' hair. But at that time, and still at this time a little bit, when I wanted to learn something, I, I learned better by emerging myself in the subject as opposed to reading about it or watching it. So I was like, I want to learn how to cut men's hair properly. So I got a job at a barbershop. And I worked there for two years. It was great. I loved it. My clients were from corporate leaders to the drug dealer. And one thing I learned from conversations, because like I said, when men trust you, they tell you everything, is that there's no difference in how a man man runs a corporate entity than how a man runs the street corner. It's the same business. The hustle is the same. The knowledge is the same. The transactions are the same. The products are just different. Unless you're in pharmaceutical sales, then the product is the same. One is just legal and one is illegal, but it ain't no difference. So stop looking down at the kids on the street. They are smart as hell, I promise you. But the one thing I learned, oh my God, was how men speak and how they communicate. And so I always joke and say I'm the man whisperer because two things happen. One, I learned how men really were, which on some level became a real turnoff because it's like, ooh, y'all be trying it. And so when, because they would, like literally I had friends that would literally teach me the game that they play on women. And so the bad side is I stopped trusting men that were trying to date me. Not that I didn't trust my men friends because I wasn't trying to date them or sleep with them or any of that stuff. But because I knew the games and the words and the lingo, I could probably write a whole book about it if I went back into total recall of all the situations. But (laughs) it would be like, women fall for that? So it made me super smart, super cautious, and super aware. But what I also learned is that men have this really, 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 really sweet tender side. And if you can tap into that tender side, like you have come past all of their guards, all of their, you know, their burliness and their growlness and their, that, what do you call it? That alphaness. And you get to that 
sweet tender spot in the middle oh that's the best that's the part that strippers teach us <laughs> i know i've gone from drug dealers to strippers but it's the truth it's like human nature have you ever been around a stripper and see how she works men i mean her goal is to get paid you know but the whole stroking of their ego and listening and looking in their eyes and smiling and laughing at their jokes. That is like a key to a man's tender spot. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later. I'm right. I'm way off the rails. I'm so excited about this. I'm way off the rails. But the one thing that I learned is that men speak in nonverbal communication. They're like toddlers, right? You know how a toddler, if you're around a two-year-old or a three-year-old and they don't like you, they play in the corner by themselves. They don't want to be bothered with you. They don't like you. They don't want to have anything to say to you. Even if their mom says, say hi, and they just look at you like, "Mm mm-mm. But if a toddler likes you, he'll go get his favorite toy and he'll put it in your lap. Or he'll look at you. He'll wink, you know, he'll... He'll smile at you a little bit. It's just like subtle little hints that, oh, that little kid likes me. Men are the exact same way. And the other thing is that men love attention as much as women do. Men love compliments. And most of all, they love gestures because they are physical beings. Their emotions come through gestures. So like you're, I, I dated a guy and when he got stressed, I would literally, because he always talked about hands, like hands were an important thing for him. So I would literally take my his hand, put it in my hand, and just like massage it. And that would calm him down. That was his thing. And I learned that by paying attention. Like when he got nervous, he had to have something in his hands. You know, some, some men rub their, their neck. Some men rub their foreheads. Some men, you know, will tap their thigh or they'll wiggle their leg. Like there's a movement. And if we pay attention to their movements when they're nervous, we will know how to calm them down or have them pay attention because that's where they're letting, that's where they're letting their energy out. That's a whole deep thing. That's a whole nother thing. But really, they really love physical gestures. And here's the thing. They really want to feel heard. They want to know that you heard them. You may not understand what they're talking about as of yes, as of yet, but they really want to know that you heard them and they express themselves differently. They are not women. They're not women. They're not females. Their mode of communication is completely different. When it says women are from Venus and men are from Mars, they might not, may not be from different planets, but how men learn to communicate in this society and navigate through causes them to communicate very, very differently than women. And here's the thing, women, we have to take the time to figure that out because it is different for every man. We tend to generalize men in a way that's just not true. And Just like toddlers, they can't quite get their words together. You know what I'm saying? Like, they literally, 
can't find the words to articulate their emotions. And a lot of that is because we didn't, we didn't raise them to be like this. So let me, let me sidebar this. Women, if, and I'm just going to say this, and I might piss some of y'all off, but it has to be said. The men that you were dealing with were raised by women. And we can get into the societal conditioning, the societal situations that, that made that happen. But at the bottom line of everything that's going on is men that have been raised by women. So we teach them the very things that we dislike. Let me say that again. We teach them the very things that we dislike. The things that we teach them as young boys are the very things we grew up despising when we see that same attribute that they were taught when they're adults. So if you want the young girls coming behind you to be able to marry some men that you think are worthy of marriage, raise them to be worthy of, worthy husbands. And I'm not going to go too deep into that because I can really go there. Y'all know I can go there. Maybe that'll be another discussion. I'm really going off the rails with all this, but I, I just really want people to understand is that men communicate very differently than women. For instance, men don't do well with direct discussions. And here's why, ladies. Men are always prepared to protect their space. They're very primal in that way. So if you if you come if if another man comes to their them directly with an issue or a problem, they are ready to protect and defend their position. Period. And it doesn't matter if it's coming from a male or a female or anything. Their first reaction is to defend and protect and guard their space. They're like herders. You know, if you ever look at a herder animal, the herd, the, there's always that one that is protecting the perimeter, right? They're not looking at the total situation. They're not listening to your tone. They're not listening to what you have to say because if you come at them directly, their body goes whoop and it goes into protection mode. And any man that doesn't have that, y'all better run. So if you come at men directly, if you communicate them in their face or girl, you just need to tell him, they just automatically, their body just clicks into that space and they cannot hear you. They go in defensive mode and they go into protective mode. And whatever that is, you're going to create an argument. So in communicating, we have to learn to come from the side. (laughs) You know, we have to learn to, we have to learn to like come at them from the side in a gentle way. We have to think of ourselves as like, you know, like farmers. And that's why they always say they want women to be soft. And we equate soft with weak. They never say weak. They never, you never heard a man say that he wants a weak woman. He wants a woman who's got herself together but he wants her to be soft because they don't know how to articulate. They can't handle hard at home. 
The other piece that thing, and we talk about this another time, but the other thing about men is they segment. They segment. And I'll talk about that another time. But when they say they want soft, that means that they are dealing with the hard, cold war on the outside. But when that door of their house closes and and they lock the door from the world, they want it to be soft and easy. And that doesn't mean you can't say what you need to say. That doesn't mean you can't request the things that you need to have done. What it means is you have to approach it in a different way. What it means is you have to give them space to process. What it means is that you have to slow down. And instead of giving the information all at once, you have to break it down. Because physiologically, men's brains work differently than women's. There's a book called The New Female Brain. It's, it's been around for a while, but it shows an illustration of when men think only one part of their brain like lights up. And when women think many parts of the brain light up. So that means that women, that's why we're so good at multitasking. And whereas men do one task at a time, they're more like computers. So you can only input a little information at a time and let them process it. Then you give them the next bit of information. But this is why, again, why they say they want it soft. For them, soft means I need it easier. I need you to break it down. I need you to be gentle when you tell me. That doesn't mean they're weak or they're punks or whatever word you use, choose to use. I, what I hear y'all call these women, I'm sorry, what I hear y'all call these men, it just means they absorb information differently. And when I say we have to be farmers, what I mean to say is that we have to learn how to plant seeds. We have to learn how to nurture those seeds And know that we're going to reap the rewards of the harvest of the seeds that we have planted. And that means not only do we have to be clear, but we have to be understanding and compassionate. And I know y'all are like, I'm sick of doing this with these men. But here's the thing. We've all been doing it wrong. We've all been doing it wrong. Me included. I had to learn this. I had to learn it by looking at relationships where I, where the relationship failed and I had to go out and pick out the lesson so I could understand myself better that the relationship didn't specifically fail because of them. I also had to grow up. I had to grow the fuck up and really take a hard look at myself on how I communicate, how I talk, my lack of communication because nobody can read my mind, you know, and Just all of the things. And then realizing that the love that I wanted in the relationship was actually there. It just didn't look like I I thought it would look. So I didn't recognize it. But looking back, if you're dating a a man who's busy and, and driven and he texts you back of all the things he has to do, that means you have his attention. But that's a whole nother conversation. At the end of the day. I just want to be clear. I'm not telling you that you have to shrink yourself or diminish who you are or dull your light to be with a man. 
I'm just simply saying that men do not have the capacity or the vessel to take all of your brilliance at one time. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying don't communicate. I'm saying we have to learn how to communicate differently. If we want to have great communication and build trust with men that build lasting relationships. This is just the truth as I understand it. This is just the raw truth. Promise you, shrinking yourself for a man does not work. Because like I said, men want a soft, not weak. And if you want to, if there's a man that wants you weak, run. If there's a man that says, I'm the man of the house, run. Because there is no such thing as a man of the house. God is the household, head of the household, in my opinion. And that might be different from many women. But at the end of the day, if a man wants you to just be there to be an extension of his mama, send him back home to his mama. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because here's the, let me, let me illustrate this. If you have a lawn, you know, grass in front of your house, there's two ways that you can water that grass. You can either have a sprinkler system where every couple of hours you just put a little bit of water the ground absorbs it. You put a little bit of more water out there. The ground absorbs it. If it's hot, you put some more water out there. The ground absorbs it and it cools off. Or you can go out there and dump a bunch of water on the ground. And what happens when you put too much water in the ground? It cannot absorb it. It becomes flooded and it becomes a muddy mess. And do you want your lawn, your, your lawn that you put all your money and time and energy into to look like a muddy mess? Or do you want it to be lush and green and solid with no spots and give you great pleasure and joy every time you see it? The same thing applies to a relationship with a man. You have to sprinkle him with your love, your water, your nurturing. Your listening, your understanding, your requests. You just can't dump it all at one time. I remember I was working with a client and she was like, I don't know what's wrong with my husband. When he comes home, he's grouchy. He's this, he's that. And I said, well, what happens? I said, explain to me what happens when he comes home. He says, well, he walks in the door. I said, so do you and your kids run to him? with requests when he gets home. They're like, yeah, because I need him to take the trash out. I need him to do this. The kids need help with this and that and the other. I said, you all haven't given him a chance to decompress and recalibrate. She's like, what do you mean decompress and recalibrate? I said, well, men have to decompress and recalibrate. So when they're at work, because like I said, men can do one thing at a time. They can compartmentalize things. They can go out and go to work and dominate work, okay? But when they get home, they have to power down like a computer and they have to close the program that they are in, which is work mode. And then they have to move into daddy mode and you have to give him time to do that. So what you and your kids have to do is that when he gets home, 
just like a toddler, have something to drink for him and a snack, take his stuff from him, put it on the table, take his jacket off, go hang it up, and then say, honey, here's your snack. When you get ready, we'll be here and we'll see you when we get back. Give him an hour, not 15 minutes. Give him an hour to take a shower. If he wants to go work out, let him go work out. And then when he comes home, he'll be in daddy and husband mode. And a month later, she was like, Monica, my whole house is different. I said, what do you mean? Because I didn't really remember what I said. She said, I did exactly what you told me to do. I gave him an hour. I I told the kids, before you asked daddy to do anything, he needs to decompress. So we're going to let him decompress. And I told them what it was. They understood it. And they were like, okay. So when he came in the door, they gave him a hug, said, hi, daddy, we missed you. And they went on about their business. I gave him a kiss. I said, here, honey, here's a drink. And I put a snack for you on the table. He came home, he ate. He did what he was going to do. And then an hour later, then he started looking for her. Hey, honey, you need me to do anything? Right hand of God. This is a true story. Right hand of God. Because we have to learn how men operate. We have to learn their operating system. It's like going from a PC to a Mac. You got to learn a new operating system. And so... I just wanted to share this. I just felt like men need a little attention. We need to understand them a little better. And I'm going to talk about this periodically. Guy candy will be this segment. And when I say it's guy candy, we're talking all about men. From Mike's, and I'm not a professional, not a therapist, not a psychologist. I'm just a grown woman who has dealt with men in their world. And I just want to share it. (laughs) That's all I want to do is share it. So I know we've run a bit long this time and I'm trying to keep this at 20 minutes, but this is just so much information. It's just so much juicy information, but we'll get back to it. We will revisit it, but I just want you to remember, you just want to sprinkle. You just want to plant the seeds. You want to nurture the seeds and you want to be prepared to receive the harvest. That's another thing black women have to do. That's a whole nother conversation, preparing to receive. Maybe we'll talk about that in the next podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, all those who are here listening, thank you for being here. This is Monica Wisdom, your host. Don't forget to sign up at podcast.blackwomenamplified.com. If you have any questions, DM them to me. If you have suggestions for shows or topics you want me to cover or answer during the podcast, DM me at our Instagram page, Black Women Amplified. If you have any comments or tips on how you communicate with men, please put them in the comment section under the post for this podcast. Guy Candy. Sending you love and light and healing. And this is Monica Wisdom. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to Black Women Amplified. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and log on to blackwomenamplified.com for more information. Keep shining.